Welcome to Never Ceasing Podcast. We haven't stopped since we started, so let's keep on going with our friend Nathan. Hello. Uh, I'm immediately just going to say this right now. It's opening and... Letting go. Now, the reason that we say that is because Nathan has brought up letting go for the last probably six episodes. Yeah. And I don't think I've named the episode letting go, so I'm going to do that with this one because we brought up letting go with a lot of them and he wants to do that in order for me to not be able to bring that up again which is fair i i I think it's fair completely understand that unless we need to do it again yeah we haven't probably right we can just keep on going right uh so you know you continue to hit repeat we're technically not doing we're just doing it once live but you can listen to us well we're, we're not live right now what now but like so yeah go take it from this minute Minute right. one, take right. it all the way back to yeah. minute zero, and right. you can hear this whole entire conversation again. Yep. And yeah, yep. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, no, we probably won't be touching on this topic again for at least a while, at least a month. Right, right. And then I'll be like, Tim, you know what we should do? You know what we should talk about? We should talk about letting go. Uh, we already talked about let last month. Gosh, dang. Did we actually? I forget. You want to talk about no. it again? <laughs> I don't think so. Anyways. Yeah. Today's so, topic is about opening up uh-huh. and letting go. And we're going to start out with opening up. I thought we were going to start with a definition like we normally do. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if there really is a definition for opening up. We could just do, I was going to do opening. I, I don't guess think, opening up isn't, I don't we'll give our own definition. Yeah, because we're not going to find what we're looking for. On the internet. Because <laughs> opening... I, I tried that earlier, and it came up as like opening a window or a door, and I'm like, I can't think of anything that would like... Open. Other than, you know, it's very simple to open up a door, and it's very simple to open up a window. Other than that, like... But it's not simple to open up your heart and your uh, feelings. That is not simple. So let me give you the definition of open up. Yeah. Because... In this great thing called Google, it has meaning. Yep. Uh, so I just did that. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> it is become more communicative or confiding. Uh, neither one have one of them had opened up to me about their troubles. That's your sentence definition. Uh, two to become present, available, or accessible. Um, begin shooting. Oh, the enemy artillery had opened up. Uh. Uh, accelerate a motor vehicle by widening the throttle and its engine or creating an advantage on one side. I'm going to say that none of that really helps us out with where we're going with this Uh, topic. It does. does, Well, number five does opening up an advantage going full throttle kind of is also a good definition. Begin shooting is probably the only one. I don't know. I think well, I what we're fact. going for is, is, is that, the first two, which is being like, commutative yeah. and a present, available, and accessible. Right. You're welcome. You know, and I think it's funny how people are like, yeah, dude, just open up, just open up to me. Open like, up. Just, just tell me what you need to tell me. Like, just use your words. <laughs> and then... I do that all the time with you. Right. <laughs> That's it, but isn't Nathan that? going into a fit of rage. Talk to me. Talk to me. Him. <laughs> all right. Now talk to me. No. But no, like. Not you punch me in the face. <laughs> Continue. 
use your words now. It's just like people really try to get you to open up. And that's great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. You need people to do that because you do need to open up. That is something yeah, that every human being needs to do mm-hmm. in order to not feel that's alone or whatever. It really helps like you gain energy back almost. Mm-hmm. And it helps you like it gives you like an inspiration to keep going. Yeah, I think that um, if you ask any marriage counselor, I always go to marriage for some reason. I'm just like pastor Wayne, always go to marriage. Uh, if <laughs> For those who don't know, uh, Pastor Wayne is notoriously known for talking about marriage during any topic. Yeah. Um, uh, where's I going? With? Oh, when you talk to a marriage counselor or a counselor in, in general is they will tell you that you need to open up to the people around you. Yeah. And tell them what's going on in order for them to help you because they're the people most capable for helping you. Right. I drank a big <laughs> bottle of Coke. It's not that big. Coca-Cola. <laughs> but anyways, uh, no, for real. Size bottle of Coca-Cola. <laughs> I I agree with that. That it that's a good like way to look at it is in marriage counseling is w- one person could be really unhappy because of things that are going on. And the other person's not opening up about it. Mm-hmm. So that's a great description. Yeah, I think um, I think before we go anywhere, I'm going to jump in and take the initiative here. And uh, in my notes, it says the first person that you should open up to is God. Let's talk to God. Um, because God is always there. He's a friend closest to you, closest by. Um. And when we were little kids, I don't know if when you were little kids, but when we were little kids, when we had to apologize for doing something, our parents said, all right, apologize to God, then apologize to your brother. And that was the order that we did it in. And I was, yeah, I was told many times that um, when I hurt somebody that it was hurting God because mm-hmm. they were God's children or... I did something wrong that was said where you're, you know, you're like, they would, they would just say something along the lines of like, you shouldn't do that because you should care about how, what God thinks about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say that I was there where we were both kind of brought up in the same way where I don't know if I apologize. That's a good way to put it. Cause not a lot of people understand the other word mm-hmm. that we use. Uh, I don't know if I apologize to God first. I don't know if I apologize to God God at all. Um, That was definitely a requirement when we messed up or did something to our siblings or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. We'd have to, we had to make it right. Yeah. You have to. Um, And that involves opening up really because it allows you to see that you were wrong. Yeah, I really think that um, in everything you do, uh, put God before you and put God as the forefront and then put everyone else's need behind it. 100%. And it's, it's uh, repent uh, for forgiveness of sins. is like one of the first things you need to do. <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, I was just listening, but... 
We were talking about our topic. <laughs> um, okay, so and we after were, we talked to God, yeah, in the Bible, in Galatians six, I want to bring this to a point: is that God is the most important burden to bring everything into, right? But if you're opening up, you need to open up to other people because nine times out of ten, if you're opening up about something, you're confessing something that is deep and big. Because yeah. if you open up to God, like, hey. I ate a cookie today. Might be. <laughs> I told like, you I was gonna, you know, nobody stay away from cookies, but I didn't. So no, forgive me. Nobody is gonna be like that's an opening up thing. No, it can <laughs> be. I'm not gonna like discourage people. Yeah, nine times out of ten, come on, you're not opening up about you're opening up about something really, really big, really big, important. So you should open up to one of your Christian brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And it says here in Galatians six, this is number one, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin. You who live by the Spirit should restore the person gently, but watch yourselves, or you may also be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Uh, if anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. And that last little bit, you may say, is not important. But it encompasses just those three verses, all three parts of opening up. Is one, uh, if someone is caught, they should restore them gently. So, as you and me, we should restore them gently. Yeah. And this is the problem with a lot of people who have bad experiences with the Christian faith is that they didn't do what Galatians 6 1 says, is they didn't restore them gently. They ridiculed them. Sorry. I should have done the thing Nathan did before. Um, they restored them gently. And nowadays, you just see in a church, I think of the Catholic church, it's nothing but the law. There is no connection to God right. in the sense of a relationship. And so all they do is condemn people. They don't restore them gently. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because I wrote that down and I was going to wait. And well, so, it goes God, us, yeah. each other. Um, and I really think that that's important and we have to carry each other's burdens. And when that's it says carry each other's burdens, it isn't just spreading them to everybody, but carrying them with us. You know, when someone opens up to you, you don't want to spill the beans, so to say. Um, if I know Nathan's a mass murderer, I will tell the police. Right. As you should. Uh, but I'm going to restore him. By saying, I told the police and now you can, you know, uh, <laughs> go to prison for a long time. Yes. Uh if anyone thinks there's something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Now, you might be saying that doesn't fit with the first one, the second one. You were saying you could take that one. I I say this one. You can take so out of context. If anyone thinks there's something when they are not, they deceive themselves. What this is talking about is it's saying when you restore, you build up gently. You think that you're something when you're not because they're having a problem. Right. And that's what it's talking about. It's if anyone thinks that they are not, they deceive themselves. If they think they're something when they're not. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the, it, it goes on to say, each one tests their own action when they, oh my goodness. Then they take their pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Because if you say, I'm better than that person, there's only one person that I can think of that walked on this earth with two feet and arms and legs and such, and that's Jesus. And that's the only one that has a right to say anything. 
And it goes back to that parable of anyone who who is without sin cast the first stone, and there was no one. It's the same thing that it's saying right here. Is anyone thinks that they're better cast the first stone? Like if I look into your life right now, I go whoop and pull out a point in your life where you were absolute trash. You think that in this moment that someone's opening up to you that you're better. Right. Right. I yeah, mean, I that's, said that's <clears throat> I was like, the issue with people opening up is we live in a society where you have to have everything together to be accepted. Yeah. You have to be perfect to be accepted, and that isn't true. And and think the other issue and I think the other issue is people fail to see nobody is perfect, not even them. So we shouldn't hold that high of a standard if we ourselves can't even reach it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I've I've been talking about people in this in my personal life. And um today I had a long discussion with one of my coworkers as I was working today surprise um and he was i was talking about him about a problem that one of someone else i'm I'm friends with is dealing with a problem and he gave me a solution to it but in that way he gave it a solution that was almost a cheater's option and in that same way as christians we can give god but we don't want to give this cheater option if this makes sense because god is all-powerful, all-knowing, healing, kind, gentle, loving, uh, wonderful person, and go on and on and on. But when you give this, like, cheater answer and just be like, eh, just give up, you know? Just <laughs> just go go do that. No, that is the, easy, that is the easier yeah. thing to do, is well, give you, up. Absolutely. And it's, it's to say that you haven't been tempted, to mm-hmm. say that you haven't actually almost... Or even did give up. Yeah. It's a lie. Absolutely. Everybody has at some point. And I think it's interesting. I want to be careful how I say this because I don't want to think, I don't want people to think that like not everybody struggles. Um, Uh, If you don't struggle once again. Yeah. Please come and just be an angel. I want to, I want to I want meet to see, you in person. I want Let's to go see, have a cup of coffee. I want, I want to hear your what wings. you do. We'll go to the hospital. Right. Yeah. You know, Let's go heal time. some people. Yeah. yeah. Because you're God. <laughs> <laughs> like, hit me up, bro. <laughs> but you're not God. So, you know, you're not perfect. But anyways, what I was going to say is that I think it's interesting how we live in a society where like I said, I want to be careful how it says. We live in a society where men, uh-huh. pri- like primarily, men have suicidal thoughts. And I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say primarily, but continue. No, I mean, just, just like I said before, women do as well. Yeah. But I think men have so much like stuff on their shoulders like i gotta take care of my wife i gotta take care of my kids i gotta make sure i can pay the house bill i gotta make sure i can pay the car bills i gotta make sure i can pay this pay that i gotta make sure my kids are okay like i gotta do all this and they don't know to open up right and so it leads into your wife your kids anybody that you're around because you don't open up, they don't open up. So your wife doesn't say, hey, I had a long day. You know, the kids are, you know, getting on my nerves mm-hmm. because kids do that. <clears throat> I think it's interesting because if you're the man of the house and you don't open up, 
nobody else is going to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, as a man, you are the head of the house, and I think that in, um, in other marriages where you say, well, the woman's really the head of this house, you know, I still think that the man's the head of the house. I don't know why. I haven't met one that I've seen a lot of dominant women who have submitted to their husbands. <laughs> um, it's also hard for women. I'll definitely say that um, 100%. women are entirely based on beauty standards. Uh, I'm sorry to say that women, you can, wow. Oh, that was a weird door right there. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, say that women are not based purely on a beauty standard, but oh. they really are. <clears throat> and yeah. you can say that their their self-worth is in their mind and in everything that they do, but they will always, for some reason, be judged off based on beauty standard. Um, it's the same thing for men, where we are judged mostly based off on money standard. Right. Um, Masculine, you're supposed to be this, you yeah. know, person that can handle everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, because a lot of <clears throat> times, what we see as a man is we take on the burden, um, and we can't do that. We have to share the burden. Uh, your team. And Us. I think that's one of the hardest things for men to do because they think, well, if I can't handle this on my own, then I'm failing as a father. I'm failing mm -hmm. as a husband or whatever. That's the whole point you got married was to have somebody that supports you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was talking with a buddy Oh, same buddy earlier today and he said uh marriage is entirely different because you feel committed to the person so you're willing to let go and do worse things you wouldn't normally do when you're dating so a lot of times um the real burden starting starting to appear because when you're dating there's no heavy burden it's just light but as soon as you're married for some reason a real burden comes on but if you don't commit to having the same love that you had before either party you're like, man, this woman now is just like driving me up the wall. But if you don't treat her like that wonderful woman that she is, it's just going to be worse because she won't, if you don't treat her right, she won't treat you right. And it's the same thing, the opposite direction. And if a man, if you're holding everything in and you're caged up and you're like, man, I don't want to say anything, you need to open up and release your burden because uh, cast your cares upon the Lord and he will be, oh my goodness. Oh no. I don't remember the rest of it. You're getting the Tim Martin version. Cast your cares upon the Lord and he will help you through it. Yeah. That's my Tim Martin Tim version. Martin version. <laughs> I love that version. But third Tim verse one. <laughs> I love reading third Timothy. Yo, my guy, cast your cares upon the heavenly father. Yo, my guy. My just dude. so you know if you cast your cares upon God, he will help you out. Let me tell you what. Why did you turn Irish? Because it's fun. And the other dumb questions, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I love referring to Third uh, Timothy. Right. Third Tim is the best. Third Tim is the best third, one to go to. Third it's Tim. just, it, it makes sorry. the most sense. I got distracted. Um, third Tim is wonderful. But when we need to do is give it to the Lord and give it to the other person because you can go 
to God all the time and then go home and never nothing changes because you didn't change it. You didn't open up. And that's the thing is that the important thing when we open up, we have to open the door the full way and we can't just leave it a little bit open. We have to open the whole way. And that out, <clears throat> that also goes with closing doors. Yeah. You can't just close it most of the way. You have to close it completely. Um, Absolutely. I think it's interesting in an aspect of... 2023 how we have so much trouble opening up when we wouldn't shut our mouths about covid (laughs) everybody's opinion was out there everybody's whatever you know it didn't matter people were talking because you were in your house for weeks on end because covid Mm mm-hmm and you were opening up to your family, to your friends, to your coworkers. Not about personal stuff, but just like, how are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. is everybody in your house okay? Whatever. Yeah. And you weren't. You Why can't we do it. the same thing? Why can't we say, like, because it was a, pand- a pandemic, right? There was a problem. Okay. Why can't we view our problems? Our actual problems, the ones that we mm-hmm. deal with every single day, because that was a temporary thing. Yeah. Why can't we go in and be like, you know, the same way? Yeah. How's your talk- family? Right. Yeah. For real. Like, not like, are they, yeah, family good, kids right. good, but it'll be like, right. do, are they alive? Right. You know, and be really there for people. And uh, I just said this for a little bit, but I want to bring it up. Uh, I like the end of that uh, Galatians chapter, though. Chapter six. Yeah, don't yeah. think that you are something when you're not. Yeah, because <laughs> that kind of like ties into what we're talking about right now. Yeah, it's when when we open up. Yeah, and we go, uh huh, right. Yeah, sure. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. Oh, and if you could just right, and then imagine you just my zone. face. It's just looking yeah. at everything else. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, bud. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You ever talk to a five-year-old? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go, as you watch You're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. And then you pony your bind and you give me purple. I like purple. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure you do. It's like, like but, we're, but we talk to people like uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. See? Prime <laughs> example. We have we have a running joke where I just go, yeah. And so I got into that mode. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oops. I'm sick. I'm not feeling well. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. No. Sure. No. Can I do it? No, no, no. You don't even go there. Do okay. Do we we've we've had struggles very recently and what someone did is like we will make you chili you know don't be like i'm sorry for everything that's going on be like we will make you chili yeah we will be there for you and we're going to do things with you and you know what a bowl of chili is very small yeah but you know what it is a simple task that you can and that's what i'm saying when you look at somebody right you think you know (laughs) you're like you look at a homeless Mm -hmm. person not every homeless person doesn't want a job. Some people just can't get them. Yeah. You know? And you look at something small, like, you know, here's a $10 an hour job. Ooh. If you want to work here and make money so that 
you can at least buy yourself food. Mm-hmm. Here's your opportunity. Yeah. And some people are like, oh, yeah, I don't want that. I can find something better. And good for you. Mm-hmm. But those people, you you don't see the fact that if you're there, if you're yeah. in that place, a $10 an hour job can change your life. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like... And you can't think of your life and the people around you as in a cookie cutter manner. Right. Where you go, that's a homeless person. You should get a job at McDonald's. Right. The job at McDonald's is, is not enough for what he needs. You would still be on the street. Right. And uh, McDonald's most McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> WD Donald Day. I'm WD Donald Day. Uh, that was for you, uh, AJ, uh, if you're listening. Have a WD Donald Day. Have a WD Donald Sorry, Day. There you go. But it, any sort really- of restaurant like that. They need you to be showered, cleaned, and approachable. And if you don't have the money, because $10 an hour is not enough. Yeah. And increasing the minimum wage is not going to help them. Please don't do that. Continue to do that. I've already spoken about it. Uh, But it's not enough. And you realize that they're struggling right now. But this is going to help them get on their feet so they can get a better job. They're working right. McDonald's right now to get a better right. job. Right. And we were, I was talking about, man, I was talking a lot, a lot to this guy today. He was talking <laughs> about homeless shelters and how to help out. And I was going, it's the exact same thing. Is that he's he was looking for people right. that want to work and get better out of yeah. relapse. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want a guy that doesn't want to get better. Right. Because there's a lot of guys that are like, I want to get better and then don't. Right, but if you're a guy and you're opening up and you're really like, I yeah. want to get better, yeah. and I would everyone... rather hear somebody say, mm-hmm. "I want to get better," but I just haven't found the found that way yet. Yeah, I would rather I, hear I, that I, than hear somebody say, "Oh yeah, let's do it. I want to get better." How many I, times have you said that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, is that bothers me more. It's like I haven't found the way, and I'm like, right. there are so many options. <laughs> I mean. There, there is. Let, but... let, me, let me just say that there are hotlines. There for specifically drugs here. There are hotlines. There are calls. There are centers. There are different things like that where you can go and you can get help. But when you don't want to, we've gone to um, a completely different guy that I was talking to with. It's um, I'm worried is about to relapse. I've been praying for him nonstop, and that's how we got into the conversation. Um. The thing I worry about him is that he was just talking about how he probably is going to go back in like six months. And it's like, he's not even on anything right now. But he's like, yeah, I'll probably go back in six months to addiction helpline. I'm like, that is such a defeatist status of saying like, I'm just going to go back because I know I'm going to need it again. It's like, oh my goodness. I wanted to slap him across the face and say, no, (laughs) don't say that because if you go back, I agree it's a great place to help. But if you're saying, "Eh, I'll go back, I know I will. That's the defeatist attitude. Yeah. That's not saying God can help me through it. You know, it's like, who better? It's not that I, I wanted to slap him, like, as in a mean way, but I want to be yeah. like, yeah. But the slap him with the truth. I, I, I physically slap people and then tell right. them information. I've yeah. done that before. <laughs> but yeah. Because people pay attention. Yeah. Because you go, that's a defeatist attitude because you want to give up. And you may be like, I don't want to give up. I want to stop going. And I go, have you stopped going to the places that you've gone to? Because um, I know that as someone who uh, receives drugs and opening up about those kind of things, even drinking alcohol, you go to those places again. And even if you don't want to go, people find you somehow, some way. You just, bam, there you are. There they are. 
But if you really want to say no, you can have the op- opportunity to say no. Absolutely. And I was talking about addictions with one of my buddies, and I may have brought this up before, but no matter where you go, I believe that God will always give you a door. It's going to be a small door. It's going to be a door that someone that you need to walk through yourself. Um, but it's a door that you can find help and get through when you open up. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's important to realize that addiction is something that everybody deals with. Yeah. I think everyone is addicted to something. If you say, Oh, I'm addicted. That's great mm-hmm. to what? <laughs> because you yeah, can, there's, there's literally so many things. Yeah. I'm addicted. Okay. What? To what? Because saying, you know, I'm addicted to sex. I'm addicted to drugs. I'm mm-hmm. addicted to attention. I'm addicted to whatever. You can find that. Not sex. <laughs> because you can't have sex I with mean, God. yeah, you can. You <laughs> no, can. you can't. Well, there's um, stores. Huh? The stores. Adult I, pleasure stores. I just said you can't have sex with God and you... Oh, I thought you were saying you can't have... Oh, but no. You no, can't no, do no, that no, with God. No, no, huh? Well, no, you can't. No. You can't, but people have tried. People have tried because they're, uh, they need Jesus. But anyways... Well, uh, <laughs> we don't know what the Catholic Church has done. No, I've I'm heard. Sorry, I'm, I've I'm heard sorry, stories. Not, not to not to say that Catholic all Catholics are bad. I'm right. saying that in um, medieval times they were very blinded to the things of God. There were some people that were just like, "I need to find God," and yeah. they were like, "This is the way," and it's not. <laughs> That's not the way. But, but let me let me say this real quick. Is I think we're going to make this a two parter because we have time. So. Uh, hold on cancel order 66 uh (laughs) i forgot what i was talking about addiction there's always a there's always a way out yeah um and this is talking specifically right now about the church but i'm going to bring this up in revelations three i've brought this up before three 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 uh my father's favorite scripture uh, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. And to whom overcomes, I will grant to sit with me at my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He, oh, that doesn't matter. Um, sorry, I was reading the last little bit and it was um, a closing statement. Uh, those are the things that God can do for us. It's God always has a door open for us. Yeah, and absolutely. He stands there when our door is closed and he knocks. Yeah. And what I was talking about a little bit before this of there's always a way out. And that's what I always think of is there's always God going knock, knock, knock. I was going to do a physical <laughs> knock, but I decided against it. There's always a little knock, knock, knock. And you turn and you look at it, but there's only really one knock because there's free will. Because when you ask and you pray for a way out, there's always going to be a little knock and say, I shouldn't do this. And you're like, eh, yeah. go and do it. Because I always think that there's in someone's mind, there's always a little knock. When you ask, you have mm-hmm. to ask. But when you ask, there's a knock. Right. And when you hear the knock, you choose to open or close. Yeah. I think it's interesting because there's two ways I look at it. For people that have... I, th- I feel like there's people that have had 
difficult things they've had to get through. Absolutely. And those are big walls. Mm -hmm. And I want you to actually picture a wall. (laughs) Physical wall. Like a a big wall. A table. That you have to get over. And you have to find a way. And then there's people that have a lot of issues. But they're minor. Multiple walls. Right. And you have to get over those walls. And each person gets tired because the one person gets over a wall. Mm-hmm. And then there's one five feet in front of him that he's got to get over again. Yeah. And then five feet, five feet, five feet. And then you got the person that gets over a big wall. And they're like drained. <laughs> like completely. And I think absolutely both people. There's There is both people. And you can either become really strong because you're continuing to go over walls, which is giving you strength because it's God's strength that you're mm-hmm. getting. But like, you'll continue to grow in your faith because you're like, oh, I just got, got over that wall. Yeah. So this one's going to be maybe just as hard, but I just got over that wall and I know how I got over that wall mm-hmm. so I can get over this one. Yeah. And then smaller walls are like, they're just, they're the, it doesn't mean that they're, just because they're smaller doesn't mean they're not hard to get over. Yeah. <laughs> but like when you're in your when you're trying to get over a smaller wall, it's like you see it and you're like, oh, this is easy. Mm-hmm. And then you can't get over it yeah. because you're like, oh, this is easy. Absolutely. But it's not because unless you have God's help, it doesn't matter what kind of wall it is. You're not going to get over it unless you have God's help. Yeah. And the moral of the story is don't try to do things in your own strength because it's not going to happen. I've learned that and I'm 19. Yeah. Some people don't know that. And they're 305. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, Santa. Um, <laughs> but there's not to take away from anything that you just said. There's two things that I saw, which is uh, the two different walls. Yeah. Um, one's a rock wall. Yeah, and you take a walk roll, one rock at a time. You're not gonna get over the wall like Superman. You're gonna just go over right. the top. You're gonna take it one rock at a time, and you're gonna climb the wall. And those for a short wall, oh, it's slightly offensive. I'm sorry, but when we were at a camp, there were some uh, slightly overweight women. And they could not get over the, the there's a wall, a, a physical oh, wall, yeah, yeah, a barrier yeah. wall that they could not get over. <laughs> and I think of that when he said, there's walls that people can't get over. It's just like that where you think, oh, this is such a low wall. And you start to climb over. Yeah. And then you get stuck because you're fat and lazy. You don't want to. I'm not, say, okay. I'm not, I'm not saying that to people. You're not fat. And you're not lazy. Uh, and those women were absolutely fine. Right. Um, no. But my point is, is that a rock wall, you take one rock at a time. So those big things you're overcoming, just take it one rock at a time. Yeah. You don't have to take a mountain up. Uh, you don't climb a mountain uh, one jump at a time and climb it right. one rock at a time. Right. And we are looking at a low wall. There's a, you Sometimes there's another wall right next to it. And yep. another wall right next to that. And I believe that we'll always deal with walls. Absolutely. But when you train, when you get into the word of God and you learn how to build up your arm muscles and your leg muscles and you're no longer this fat and sluggish person, those walls will get easier to climb. Right. Um, yeah and don't worry that you know you're stuck in a wall right but ask for help through that wall and yeah. overcome ask to overcome and uh climb out of and i really think that's probably the thing that's most important is that we need to ask out for help 
climb over the wall, maybe ask for a hand to get over the wall, and not know, to backtrack, but to jump ahead. But there's people that have God's like help, yeah, in that time where they're trying to get over that wall, and they're like, eh. I just got over the last one. I don't know why I'm going. I why I have to go over another wall. I know. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't feel like it. I'm just. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good where I'm at. You know. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna get a camp chair and just. I'm gonna chill next to the wall, mm-hmm. and then when I'm ready to go over the wall, then I'll go over the wall. I mean, you do it now, <laughs> and then you can get to the next, <laughs> and, then, and then you can get to the next level, and that's it, right there. But it's you hard. may not it's... want to. And even if you don't want to, still do it. Even if it's like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't care. It's okay. It, it, let me say this: it's okay to be on the wall. Yeah, but don't let the wall become your home. Right. You don't, you're not uh, Tarzan here. The <laughs> the the jungle is not your home. Right. But it's okay right. if it's you're, okay to go hunting. But it's not okay to live in the woods. <laughs> you can live in your log cabin for a couple of days, but you can't live there. Yeah. Um. And I think is when you overcome the wall. And you see that, hey, I made it. Yeah. And I mean, and right yeah. here to tie this into our topic, opening up. Yeah. Open up when you're near that wall. Open up when you can't get over that wall. Yeah. And open what up when you have gotten over the wall. Yeah. You know, I just accomplished this and I, I want you to celebrate with me. <laughs> There's and that's a scripture in the Bible. Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm going to get a fat lamb or cat. <laughs> rejoice I'm sorry. with those <laughs> rejoice with those who rejoice. Be sorry be be sorry. Be sorrowful yeah. with those who are sorrowful. But, I can't get over this wall. Uh-huh. Be there, you know? Yeah. Be, be that friend, be, be that person that's like yeah. I I was there, man. I couldn't get over a wall too. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you continue, you'll get there. <laughs> and then when they get over the wall, be like, hey, I told you, you know, you you trusted in God to get you over the wall. Yeah. And it's like those two scenarios are going to happen your whole entire life. Yeah. It and you're going to have to get down to their level, right? Be sorrowful with people uh-huh. and rejoice. And that's another thing that you're going to have to have God's strength with because I'm not very good at, oh, I'm sorry, dude to hey you did it yeah like that's not that's like going to a funeral and, and then going to, your going to a birthday, birthday party, party. <laughs> oh my goodness like i'm not gonna be like oh dang i just watched somebody get buried and then be like oh hey how you doing like wow. but you know that's like that's where you have to have god's help you know what i mean like and not yeah, in I, that exact it's um context but yeah as an example yes for me personally mm-hmm. i I would, but that's that's because of how you did. What I was gonna say was is that these lovely, lovely ladies that I was talking about before, absolutely wonderful <laughs> yeah. people that definitely tried to kidnap me once. Uh, <laughs> that's beside the point. That's a different story. You deserve to be kidnapped, and I don't even—I ha- don't even have to know what you did. <laughs> you deserve to be kidnapped. <laughs> Let me say it again for the people in the back. Tim deserves to be kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a long story um it's not important right now these wonderful wonderful people yeah when they were struggling to get over the wall do you know what we did you helped them over the wall we gave them a hand yeah we didn't let them struggle to get over the wall and thank you for bringing that topic or not topic it's subtopic what you just said say it again give them a hand yeah 
over the wall. You know, you can help people over their walls. I I had, and I didn't even say that. Yeah, I didn't even say that. I was just like, go get over the wall. You know, when when, um, I kind of touched on it with sorrowful and like rejoicing, but like in in, they can actually help you get over wall in the Marine Corps. They have a drill where they stack about three men, and then they get one man up, and then one man goes down and helps other people get up. Right, and it's just like that. Where sometimes you have one man. Yeah. It's just one guy helping you helping you get over the wall. And I'd like to put those out as your pastors. Yeah. But there's also leaders. There's home leaders. There's people that you trust through family, your friends. Yeah. People that you call close. Right. They are your foundation to help you get over the wall. Yeah. And you know what? Some people are down there trying to help you get over the wall. And some people are down there on the wall with you right. trying to get over. Yeah. And some people are trying to hold you back so that you can't get over the wall. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the other thing I was going to say. That's yeah. the other thing I was going to say. <laughs> Be but, to it. <laughs> but no, for real. For real. And there is. And you have to yeah. be aware of those people because they're not always like, I got a hold of your foot. Sometimes it well, feels like they're trying to lift you up. Yeah, they have a hold of you in a way that they're picking you up. Right. When you ever, when you were a little kid, you ever get picked up by your dad? Yeah. And he's like, you're not going anywhere, son. You're not going anywhere, son. That is exactly what it feels like. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're going to help you get over this. Yeah. Now, this is a very specific scenario that is currently happening in my life that I see someone struggling with. Their friend uh, likes to go to the bar, and he's a struggling alcoholic. Would you call it wise for him to go out with his buddies to the bar? No. That's the person that's trying to help you out was there for you when you struggled a lot and said, I'm here to help you through therapy. But you know what? They're taking you to the one place that's going to send you back down. They're holding you up. Yeah. But they're holding you up so you can't climb anymore. Right. And when you, once again, there's people on the wall already that's overcoming. Yeah. There's also people on the wall trying to climb with you. Right. And you need to pick out, is this person helping me climb over? Right. Or are they helping me, holding me back? Because I once again want to refer to my father's favorite scripture in Revelations 3. Yeah. Open the door that no man can shut. Yeah. And close the door that no man can open. Now, mm-hmm. that's a different scripture that I can find for some reason. But with saying that, when you close a door on somebody, it's not because you don't want to open the door again. It's because you know that they're the one holding the door closed. I'm holding the door open. <laughs> yeah. There's people in your life that'll help you over the wall. There's people mm-hmm. in life that hold it down. People in your life that'll hold the door open for you. And there's people in your life that'll close the door. Yeah. Let's say people are yelling, come with me, come with me. And they're taking you into that bad place. Yeah. And you have to say no. Yep. And you know what? That's the hardest thing to do in life. Yeah, it is. Is to find people that you love and tell them no. <laughs> yeah. I want you to think about a dog. Now people love dogs. Yeah, and so I saw one this morning. My sister brought her dog over. But anyways, that's beside the point. Go you ahead. You know, I'm, I'll bring it up. Anyway. I went to a new... We never stopped since we started. Nothing changes. No. Nothing ever changes. No. We're, to, we're real here, so we talk about whatever we want. I went to a bubble tea shop. Yeah. Okay, brand new shop in Penn State. I went to a Penn State football game yeah, last yeah, weekend. Yeah. There was an adorable puppy. It was so fluffy. Yeah. And it was the cutest dog I've ever seen. And I am not a dog person. So that is saying something no, you're about not. how cute this dog was. Yeah. That dog there wants your food. Will you give him your food? No. Well, he's begging. He's I, whining. I, I don't care. 
If the food's good now, <laughs> if the food's not so the, great, the then maybe. is currently um, mediocre mashed potatoes. They didn't put enough butter in the mashed potatoes. Yeah, it's kind of like he dry. Can have some. You're just like, yep, that's going to kill the dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's you didn't same. tell me there was chocolate in there. <laughs> There's uh, they're not supposed to have peanut butter either. Like, um, so peanut butter is not good for a dog because a lot of peanut butter doesn't digest well. And so when people give dogs peanut butter, it's fine. But you cannot give dogs a lot of peanut butter because they don't digest it very well. The side tangent. I'm sorry. Yeah. But with that being said, when your dog whimpers for that little food there, and you're like, oh, but oh my. I would do that with a cat. If the cat was like, I was like, oh my goodness, it's tiny. Tiny. I give tiny that thing. Love tiny. But that's going to kill tiny. And when you realize that there's those same things in your own life. Yeah. There's this thing called sin. And it is going to kill you. Yeah. It is, in fact, the one thing that made man die in the first place. You might be saying that's wisdom, but it's also sin. Yeah. Because that's what separated us from God. Right. And that's... (laughs) That it, that really is uh, like oh my goodness know, it's yeah for oh no you're getting the Tim Martin version again of the scripture for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord it wasn't the Tim Martin version I Let's remember that- Amen <laughs> Amen Amen you're Amen. gonna get the Tim version but um when you Amen. realize that sin is death and yeah. you realize <laughs> that you might be saying alcohol is not sin and I will. 100% great with you. It is not sin. No, it's not. But when you're relapsing alcohol, <laughs> right? When you've gone through the pain, when you're a relapsing drug addict, when you're, you know, you know what? Let's take it a little bit personal. When you're a relapsing Facebook addict, when you're relapsing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's not just small things. There's, right. There, there's not just big things. There's small things. Too. Right. You know, what I'm saying this small thing is just getting in my way. And that's the thing. And, and that's so important to realize. Yeah. Yes, it is. A cookie is a wall. You know, you know, I don't I don't want to eat any cookies anymore. You know, I want to do better. I want to have like a clean digestive system. Oh, but there's Oreos in front of me. I don't know. You know, I'm going to have a cookie. Right. Why do you cookie? (laughs) And that's the thing. You know. Why can't we open up about the small things? Because we have, I feel like it is easier sometimes, sometimes to open up about the big things because you like to, you know, have a juicy story. You're not trying to change. You're not trying to change. Yeah. You're just trying to like, I don't know. I guess wave your sin in somebody's face and be like, "Hey, look what I'm doing!" <laughs> like, come on, you know. But opening up is—I'm sorry. Go ahead. Why can't we just do that? And I think the answer for me: Why can't we open up? Because people look at you different mm-hmm. after you tell them something. Absolutely. But people look at you different after you say something stupid. <laughs> people look at you different. And I mean, uh, people look at you different after you say something funny. Yeah. People are always going to look at you different. So why does it matter? Why? If you if because there's going to be that one person that you're standing next to that can actually help you, mm-hmm. but you're afraid of what they're going to yeah, say. What are they going to say about me? Mm, you know. You know? Uh, open up. 
It hurts. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. You know what? That door there, it's a lot. That wall there, I'm lazy. Yeah. I want to go over. <laughs> Come on. But you know what? When it says confess, and I'm going to refer back once again to the Catholic Church. They have this great thing. It's called a Catholic box. It's not really used anymore. Sorry, a confessional box. You go in the box, okay? You tell them your sin, and you leave. Yeah. You're like, oh my goodness, I feel that's off my chest now. But that doesn't change you. No. And you, you have to be saying in a confessional, you're not allowed to say anything. And as a Christian, you shouldn't be a tattletale unless they need it. You know, uh, somebody's somebody's going to need it. Somebody needs to say, hey, don't do that. Tell, yeah, do the thing. Sometimes when you're like, remember, tell the police if they're going to do something bad because they can they do their thing. But yeah, don't open up about the personal things. Don't go over right. telling everybody that right. Timmy is, in fact... An alcoholic. <laughs> Timothy an alcoholic. Martin is in fact a re I mean an <laughs> alcoholic. <laughs> a reacting holic. <laughs> a reacting holic. <laughs> we do not do that. Okay. No. It is so important to to do that, but also if you don't tell the person, they can't help you get over the wall. Yeah. Because Come you on. can go to the that box there yeah. and confess. You're like, I feel so but much. But what better. is that doing? But guess they what? Can't, they can't help you. Right. You're now stuck. Yeah. Unless you go and actually confess to that person. Yeah. You're stuck. You're st you're like, oh my goodness, that feels And that's so much one better. of those you know And they take about they take about they talk about stories about confessionals where people have admitted to murder. Yeah. And then they disappear and they don't know who it was. And you know what? The same thing happens to us as Christians. Um, you might be saying it's not murder, but all sin is exactly the same. Right. When you go and you confess and you go, All right, I feel better, I'm gonna go home and do the exact same thing. What's the point of confessing? You're just going to do it again. The purpose of confessing is to say, I want help getting over this wall. And let me, not saying that I'm better than you, because you know what? I'm stuck in this wall too. But let me reach down yeah. and help you out. I've been in places in my life where I'm like, I'm not going to get through this. Yeah. And even if I tell somebody, they'll try to help me. What good is it going to do? But I've been in this place so long that I'm not getting out. Uh-huh. Unless God helped me. And that's called a miracle. You know? Yeah. That's <laughs> but yeah. and it's like for real. You you have to open up because then that helps you realize that you're like you have a guilty conscience uh -huh. if you're doing something wrong. That helps you realize, you know, I need help. Yeah. Go so from that to God, I can't do this without you. Absolutely. And if and we talked about that earlier where you did the you did the reverse where you told or you said something to God first and then yeah. you went to the person. Yeah, that's that's the order you should do it in. That doesn't always work. Well, <laughs> uh, let me it, let me say that that is the optimal way to do it. Right. Once again, uh I didn't do things the optimal way right. when I did um I did saved Holy Spirit then baptism. Did that change any of my outcome? Not at all. Right. So the same thing, it's the yeah. same way. I'm just saying the optimal way, right, is God first, yeah, and then, and then sure. uh, you confess to that person. But sometimes it's confess to that person, then pray to God. But let me tell you what, God is so much better than a person. Yeah, God is a healer, provider, savior, friend. I'm just gonna go on again like a run on sentence. <laughs> but God is is the person that you need to confess to. But the brother is gonna help you over the wall. Right, God's there. Uh, think of him like your uh, drill sergeant. He's putting you through the drill, but that soldier there is going to help you get through. 
Right. You know, God's already done the drills. He's run the race. But you yourself need to learn how to run run the drill. Get over the wall. 100%. I'm dying again. But isn't isn't it good, though, that opening up, overcoming, and letting go? Yeah. And you know what? That's the last part I want to get into. Because we said about letting go. And you know what? Opening up is just the start. But letting go is the end. Yeah. You know, and I think that when we talk about letting go, we think of people. You know, like, oh, we got to let this person go. When you realize you have to let go of your struggles, when you have to give it to God. And that's what I was really trying to get the point across. So you have to give it to God first before you can give it to others. Right. Because you can live a life, blameless, spotless, perfect. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I was going. I was just describing Jesus. Hi, Jesus. Um, but, and then you have that one mistake. Is that one thing that's going to trip you up and you want to hold it back. And you know what? You let it go. You gave it to that friend, but you didn't give it up. You didn't let go. You said, I'm going to stop doing this. And you tell your friend, you're like, I want help. And you're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go <laughs> do the same thing. I'm going to go murder somebody. Right. I don't want to like have any thoughts of murdering anybody anymore. I need help. All right. You know, yeah. give it to God. Uh-huh. All right. Give it to God. Yep. All right. did that that okay. guy over there, I'm going to kill him. Yep. And Why? Like, okay. I Why? Told you about it. I feel a lot better. <laughs> I had a gun in my hand. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what? Huh? I don't know why we went there. That was dark. That was but really far. We're going to, I didn't want to take it. Let's like, reel it back in a little bit. Oh, you, a you, drug addict you, or you, an alcoholic. We're going to go to alcoholic again. But once again, this is going to be anything. Yeah. You know, this can be lying. You're addicted to, we're not addicted to lying, but you have a problem where you lie too much. Okay. You're a pathological liar. You're a pathological. <laughs> well, I'm going to say you're, uh, you think you're not pathological, but you're lying a lot. And you're a like, lot. I want to stop lying. That's, I mean, yeah, okay, pathological I'll, liar I'll take lies it. a lot because they want to get somewhere easier. I'll take it. I'll take it personal. Yeah. You know, we're we're here. We're we're over alive. I'm getting very angry lately. Okay. Yeah. And like, not not in a good way. Um, I've I've I, I'm happy I'm getting a second emotion called anger, but I'm not happy that's anger. <laughs> uh, I'm just getting I'm like, man, this is just awful. This is terrible. I'm like, why am I so angry? You know, I, I've I've taken a step where I said, you know what, I'm getting angry. You know what, kind of help me out, make sure I'm not so angry, okay? And you know what, I'm okay when I'm around my friends. You know, I'm okay when I'm around my friends; they don't make me mad. But you know, there's this place called my job. Everyone there is angry. Yeah. And you know what, I don't need to be yeah. because I have God and it's better. But you know what, I'm still angry. I don't want to be. You know what? I stop and I look at. I'm like, what does it matter? And I go, in that moment, I go, oh my god. <laughs> but it's that anger yes so it's driving me absolutely insane because i'm so absolutely angry but you know what i gave it to god and you know what i told people about it and you know what they're helping me and you know what they're praying for me and you know what in my mind i'm not just saying i'm saying i'm give it to god because it's it's that thought change where it's like you yourself are trying to change. Yeah. You know, it's not I'm there. And you know what? My friends can't really help me when I, it's an anger issue at work. You know, I have to go to work. And you know, you're saying this exact same thing about your own situation, whatever it may be. But when you say that I want to get over it and you know what? I don't need it. And those two things, I don't want it. I don't need it. Yeah. Give it to God. Oh my goodness, it just changes everything. Yeah. Because it's so much more than yourself. Because you have now help from God and you have help 
you know that your friends are praying for you and you just it's just a change you're right just saying i'm gonna change yeah and i mean that's the correct way to let it go yeah absolutely am i still am i still struggling to not be mad absolutely that's the thing though um anger that's something that you can't hold in yeah absolutely um but it's the way i've been you need to figure out a healthy way to release it whether that is you know god is always there and he wants to know about everything yeah absolutely. not just you know what you need but what's going on you know he sees it but he wants to he wants you to know that in those certain circumstances that he can help you absolutely and i think it's interesting because you're like oh well, i can't be angry you know it's okay That's, I, I can't do you're that gonna, like no it's about it's definitely about how you react to it and then you, you're you, like yeah god why is this happening mm-hmm. and you don't have mm-hmm. to lower your voice <laughs> like and <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're we're standing here right god is our father right mm-hmm. if you're angry at your dad not at your dad but like no and, and follow me follow yeah, me come yeah, with yeah, me yeah. come I'll, with I'll, me on I'll, this come with me come with me sorry you said your dad <laughs> you're you're angry let's just say whatever you're angry about you're talking to your, your dad about it you're not going to lower your voice you know you may be like you might calm down a little bit but my point is you don't have to pretend like you're not angry. Yeah. In small things and the big things and whatever. If you're angry, give it to God. Then people mm-hmm. are like, well, you know, give it to God means, you know, I'm angry, you know, God help. No, right. it means, God, this is what's going on and I need you to change it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and I it's like a little, a little hallelujah <laughs> and, you know, some, some, uh, or not, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know know what I'm saying? Right. It's, 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 you know, boom. Yeah. It's not mine anymore. And, and it's for everything. You know, you're like, man, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, God. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's not just about yourself. And it's, it's so interesting. People lower their voices when they're talking to God, which is great. You know, it is, it is good when you have that, like, you know, calm, you know, God, I'm in a good place right now. Thank you for giving me everything that I have. And then there's a ramped up one. <laughs> I, I, I want to bring up once again, a person that you may not know. The old prophets. You don't know. I remember them. And you know what? I asked for their, their prayer because when they prayed, they didn't go, Oh Lord, Father, please. You know, they went, oh, Jesus. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's, they fought. It sounded like they fought every time they prayed because prayer is a war. It's warfare. And you know what? They sound like they were fighting every single time. It's not about, oh, right. right. It's about, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Satan kapow. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt. Satan kapow. <laughs> Satan kapow. But no, but That's real. what I'm saying. Is, is the, Letting go. Is that when you are, you're like, oh my goodness, I can't do it. You're like, okay, I got to get in Jesus mode. I got to get in Jesus mode. Help me. You know? That's just not like, it's, it's, are you going to go up to one of your coworkers if you're upset with them and be like, thank you for not being so, you know, you know, I'm mad with you, but I'm not going to raise my, no, that's not, that's not going to happen. You're going to be like, could you stop being an idiot? (laughs) 
it's it's what we're saying is that don't get in jesus mode right because when you have a problem yeah you're like okay jesus mode jesus mode mode. (laughs) take it out for real god's not expecting you to be like oh well oh it's once again i'm gonna i'm I'm sorry, Catholics. I'm razzing on you these, this episode, but it's it's that church where they said you have to come in. You have yeah. to say the prayer. You gotta say the prayer. You, you, you gotta say this, you gotta Jew, say the right words. Jew, Jew, just, Jewish people did this prayer. They got said, "Here's this." You gotta start every prayer the same way. As we said, just like this. I love Jesus. <laughs> la la la. <laughs> Jesus, you know, la la la. Those that's great. Those are good. That's great. Let me tell you what. Those are good because here's it's good thing. to have those. But when you are about to die, yeah, you know what I'm saying. When you're, you're not about gonna to s- die right. to Satan. When you're right. about to lose the body, yeah. you're gonna go, okay, Jesus mode. You're gonna go, nah. Lord, yeah. Ah, uh. <laughs> now I need you. Like it's just, it's not. Let's let's stop pretending. Let's stop Let, pretending that we don't know who Jesus is. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Is let's stop pretending that Jesus didn't die for us. And right. Let's stop pretending that Jesus, for a second, yeah, didn't you know, come, come down, yeah, come down as a friend, yeah. He, he, you know, let's let's pretend that God that God did come down. I'm sorry, God came down for all of our sins. But let's let's just take for a second that, that God didn't come down and said, "I love you." He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't come down and said, "Worship me." Worship me. Worship no, me. actually, you know, he did the opposite. He, yeah. Well, well, not the exact opposite, but he did almost the opposite. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, "Why are you hanging around with he, Christians?" He, because that's not why I'm here. He didn't come down. For those who were saved, yeah, he came down for those who were sick and lost, and, and he came. Healing. He came down for both, but I mean, he yes, was he like for, he, he came was down for here Paul as much as he came down for Judas, and that's the not, thing. Yes, Judas, but, uh, Peter, and but let uh, me let me circle back, right? Yeah, you can have your Christian friends. Yes, you can have your non-Christian friends. Thank you. <laughs> but 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 but. If, those, if you're a Christian, and they're saying, and here's the here's the yeah, wall scenario again, yeah, wall, yep. <laughs> and you're like trying to not do what they do, yeah. you're not going to be able to do it if you're like, well, you know, I mean, God forgives me if I just you know apologize and whatever. No, <laughs> no, because you know, here we go. You're going to put yourself in a hole. And then you're going to cause yourself to sin even more. Yeah. You're going to go, this hole is going to help me climb out, guys. Yeah. yeah. This hole is going to help me climb out. This, this hole me. is really going to like dig underneath the wall. Yeah, and I'm going to get gonna a- easier to climb because there's like <laughs> dirt instead of wall. Yeah. And then there's a little like brick thing where you're not going through and you're going to be like, oh, okay. Well, maybe I have to go well, over. I guess a little bit deeper is going to help, I think. I think it will. It. You know, it, the wall doesn't go down that far. No, the wall is meant to go over. You can't dig it far enough to go underneath, because the wall is—it's a wall. You know, you know it's you know it's uh, you know it's deeper. You know it's deeper, not the song going deeper still, uh, but instead, the Bible talks about hell. Where, where is it? Do you know where it is? It's underground. It's underground. It's in the lava. Yeah. So and is then, it, it, is they talk about heaven up, Satan down. You know what? You're digging digging a hole you're, for yourself. Yeah. It's hard to get out. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's the same thing when you say. I want to get over this, but you don't, you don't, you don't ask God to help you overcome it. Right. And you try to fight this battle on your own. Right. And you know what you say? 
you know, I can overcome this myself. You know, like, I'm just going to solo climb this wall, guys. I got to flip. Nope, solo nope, climb. don't need help. Nope, not God, not other you people. Know what? Nope, what? This, gonna... this one's me, guys. I got it. I'm going to start where I started the first time. It was in the hole. And you know what? I really climbed out of the hole really well. But under the swan, I've got this. I'm going to get over top of that by myself. You know, I, I don't I need you. Hole. I got out of the hole. But you know what? I'm going to climb the wall. But I'm going to jump back in the hole first. Give it a carry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. That's so true. I tell you what. It's it's the same thing is that when when you start to overcome something, yeah, you know what happens is you're like, oh, is that Satan? It's Satan. He says, "Get back in the hole. Get back in the hole. Get back in the hole." It's so, there's a hole it there. Happens. It's a lot easier than getting over the wall. It's so, Get back it's in the so hole. often when Satan is the is the enemy drill sergeant. He's like, "That's a nice hole. That's a, you dig it yourself." <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a shovel. Do you want to go deeper in your yeah. sin? Yeah. And it's like, but you know what? There's, there's there's people that help you get out of the hole. Yeah. And you know what? God helps you get out of the hole. Yeah. He's like, you know, there's this root here. You can climb out of it. But then, oh my goodness. You just want to get back in the hole. And you know what? Yeah. You have to ask God. And you know what? He helps you get over the wall. He helps you find the next rock you need to climb. I think to wrap things up. Yes, Absolutely. The wall, the wall can can depiction both. Just like it, it can, it can be, it can be a wall can Sorry. be yeah. a place where you grow, absolutely, and a wall can be a place where you die, yep. <laughs> and it's your decision. Yeah. Nobody can make it for you. People can give you like, you know. People can help you make the wrong decision, uh-huh. but uh-huh. you have to be the one that decides to do the wrong thing. Yeah. And people can help you n- make the right decision, but you're the one that has to s- decide to do the right thing. Yep. Opening yep. up it's hard. is going to be difficult, but the only way to get over the wall is to open up to people that are actually going to help you. Yeah. And letting go is saying, I don't need this wall anymore. I'm ready to move on to the next stage of life. I'm ready to be at a different level. Yeah. I'm ready. Yep. <laughs> and you got to stay in that mindset. Yeah. yeah. You got to stay there. You got to go hoorah. Because wall. that wall isn't going anywhere. <laughs> no. And you know what? That's, that's I mean, true. you're not promised tomorrow, but when tomorrow comes, that wall's still going to be there. Yep. <laughs> you know, that's why I said it. It, <laughs> yeah. takes, it takes time. Sometimes you got to take it one rock at yeah. a time. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, you've heard the expression, you can take one step forward, but sometimes you take two steps back. Why don't we go from that to taking two steps forward and, you know, yeah, you're still going to fail. So you're still going to take that one step back, but you're going forward. How how about you do this? You take one step forward. Yeah. And you don't back. Right. You know, it's, that's a lot easier. Yeah. Because you know what? Because forget about the two. A week yeah. to go one step. Yeah. But you know what? That's one step. Yeah. That's a one step forward is better than two steps back. Right. Why don't we just take one step forward? Right. And we wait and we look and we go. You know what? It's gonna take time. But let me forward. let's really but you let's, know, let's let's, let's let's say the fact of the matter is only, only there's God. still gonna be those steps that you yeah, go backwards. Uh, there's always, always, no matter what. And that's so defeating because you're like, it's like, hey, well, I took a step forward. And then you wake up in the morning, you take one step back and you're like, what? What happened? You know, you messed up. But you know what? It's okay. here's, and that's why Jesus came. Yeah. 
He said he came for your sins. Yeah. He didn't say, I came for your repentance. Right. No. You're one single repentance time, and then you're going to go to Jesus mode. <laughs> one single repentance time, uh, ticket to heaven. No, that doesn't, you know, that's everyone, not real. If that was the case, everyone would just do it on their deathbed. <laughs> right. But right. God is not a deathbed yeah. God. He's a, he's a God of life. It's it's. Uh, let me say this last thing. Yeah. Is that everything I want to put across here is it's god yeah give it to others yeah and then want to overcome yep when you open up you want to overcome amen yeah and yeah i'm gonna say that that's it for right now unless you have something else because it is a very long episode it was good episode i liked it Epi- i thank episode. you guys for episode for <laughs> listening to this continuous episode yeah it doesn't stop no it doesn't so uh i'm going to ask my son <laughs> to close it because <laughs> I just like Nathan wants to do it. I think so. I'll do it. But okay, he's doing you it. You said now. you're going to, so you're oh, going to. Gosh darn it! I have commitments. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for joining us for this little itty bitty break, Lord. That Lord, that you can just help us to overcome, Lord. Lord, I pray you help us to overcome things and open up about things, Lord. Because Lord, it's about being with you, Lord. That's the most important thing, Lord. Is that we repent. I thank you, Lord, that we can repent, that you've forgiven us our sins, and that you've cleansed of all unrighteousness, Lord. That you've made us as white as snow, a spotless lamb, that you were the, the spotless lamb, the sacrifice, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you came and you died for us, Lord, that we have repentance. And I thank you, Lord, that you can help us to overcome. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I get really tongue-tied there. Keep, keep taking step for, steps forward. Go for a step forward, climb the wall, yeah. ask for help. You we're here we are please if you want to use our facebook please use our facebook and you know what if you're struggling with alcoholism drug addictions there are resources for you yeah uh there are drug hotlines there are alcohol hotlines there are smoking hotlines yeah and there's this great invention i don't know if you ever heard of this uh your local church <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one's good too uh let me tell you what it, yeah it can help yeah so please keep going Sponsor your local church. <laughs> keep no, going no. forward. Keep keep trying to go forward. Yeah. Keep trying to go forward.